you're anything like me, disappointment is one of the scariest things on earth. And if you've ever truly been disappointed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Church Board Confessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emanuel Hecke. And yo, another week, man. Another another week, another dollar. Another week, another dollar. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Very important message this week. I hope you guys have been good, though. Um, last week was, I had a great week, honestly. I had a great week. I had an intentional week. God blessed me in multiple different ways. Um, but, you know, there was definitely those times where I was tempted to like I, I have a I have a thing where like the first three days of the week are the hardest days of the week Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday but once I get past those days you know I feel much like my shoulders are much lighter but you know last week I told myself you know what God I, I'm gonna really have faith in you and faith is what we're gonna talk about today because um, man you guys need some encouragement I need some encouragement and you know with that faith that I put in and, and just following God and staying focused on God this past week Monday Tuesday Monday was was it was tough right especially with the Texas shooting that went down it's it tough on your mental health it's tough on you know just your spiritual well-being as well but God brought me through you know what I'm saying um, before I continue this even episode like now that i just talked about texas shooting i i have to say that you know please make sure that you're praying for these families please make sure you're praying for um the friends and also what kind of really hit me was on the news it said that we have to also consider the fact that there are kids that didn't die that day that now have to deal with the trauma of having watched their friends get killed (sighs) pray for them and you know I've always said that Unassociated is not a political platform. And since we're 501c3, we definitely are not a political platform. But I will say this, man, like I I hate when we see issues that happen in our nation and we think that, oh, if we want to ever talk about ways we can fix it, it's political. It's not a political issue. It's an issue of kids getting killed. And the reality is, I'm just going to say this. We can do something about it. So do something about it. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to toe that line, and I'm just going to say like that. There's very clear things that we can do about it, and we know what we can do about it, and it needs to be done. That's what Emmanuel's saying to start off this show. I didn't plan on saying that, but that just came to my mind, and enough has been enough. It's not enough is enough. Enough has been enough, period. First it was Buffalo. Now it's Texas. For me, I, I don't even like to talk about this stuff because it really just gets me all, like, down. But who am I, man? It's literally parents that don't have their kids anymore. There's kids that don't have their best friends anymore. So maybe that's how we're going to solve this episode. Let's pray. Father God, um, I just pray, Lord, that you first and foremost be with the families and the friends of and, and other little kids at school, Lord, and even the family of the teacher that passed as well, Lord, just that you just help them, Lord, in this time, and that you just comfort them, oh God, um, and that you just help them, Lord, to 
just just get through it lord this grieving this mourning lord there's nothing that will replace the things that they lost oh god but i just pray lord that you keep them and help them lord and i pray that this violence comes to an end lord i pray that you even quicken our spirits lord to do something about it to actually do something about it lord faith without works is dead help us to do something about it as well father when we get the opportunity or maybe the opportunity is right in front of us right now help us to seize it in jesus name amen Continue to pray, continue to encourage when you can encourage. Um, but let's get to this episode. A couple announcements that I wanted to start off with. Um, one is Bible studies next week, Monday. All right. So next week, Monday, sign up is in the description. If you haven't signed up already, sign up. Um, if you've already signed up, you're going to get the Google Meets link um, closer to the day. Um, I haven't actually decided exactly what we're talking about yet, but you'll know by next episode. I'll, I'll let you guys know what we're going to talk about that same Monday. Um, so, yeah, Bible study next week. Remember, we do this every first Monday of the month, 530 p.m. Pacific time. Hope to see you guys there next week. Um, secondly is. Um, oh, actually, that was all the announcements I had. Is that all the announcements I had? All right, then let's get to it. Um, of course, you know, at any time, point in time, if you feel led to donate to this ministry, you can go to www.unnaturalassociate.com slash donate. Um, your donations truly help. Your donations. I'm telling you, hey, we got something in the works. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Like, unassociate, this is not it. I'm telling you, God has plans. Um, and your donations really help with future projects and events that we want to plan. If you've been to the Poetry Jam, you've been to any event that we've ever done, um, you know, that those things cost money. Those things, you know, there are things that a lot of planning and money that goes into those things. And, you know, with your donation, we're able to do put on more events. So there's an event coming this summer, by the grace of God. Um, I'm, 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 let me not get too ahead of myself. But, you know, for everybody who has donated, just know that you are contributing to the next thing that we do. And I really appreciate it. And if you would like to continue to tribute, contribute, if you'd like to continue to bless this ministry in some type of way, shape or form, you know, you can do that www.unassociate.com slash donate um, and more information will be given. Let me not get too ahead of myself, but more information will be given. Um, but today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the fear of disappointment because it's a real thing. It's a real thing that bothers a lot of us. It's something that has definitely bothered me. And it is something very terrible, very negative to our spiritual health. Um, we're going to talk about what it is. We're going to talk about why it's terrible. And then I'm also going to give some advice on how we can get through it. All right. Um, I've said this a million times and I'm still this person. So I have to say it again. I'm someone who God has given me a specific word, a specific promise. I'm not talking about the promises that you see in the word of God. I'm talking that God has spoke something specific about what he's going to do in my life. Right. And at this moment, that thing has not come to pass. And not only has it not come to pass, but nothing in my opinion, maybe different people have different opinions, but there's virtually nothing that is in my life right now, nothing that I can see that is proof that this thing will indeed come to pass, right? So I continue to work towards it. I continue to pray about it. I continue to fast about it. Um, and it's been years, right? Um, but nevertheless, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I continue to, you know, hold, try to hold on to it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie, man. There are times where I get very tired. There are times where I get very, very exhausted and frustrated and very much annoyed. And I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. Sometimes I'm just flat out heartbroken. There's a lot of us that are waiting on the Lord to give us a promise that he had promised to us. And the reality is waiting on the Lord is hard. It's not easy. 
Should it be easy if we all had just 10 out of 10 amazing five-star faith? Then it should be easy. But waiting on the Lord indeed is hard, especially when we have circumstances in our lives that tell us that there is no hope. And we have this flesh that gets that often gets tempted to quit and often gets tempted to give up because we grow tired and we grow frustrated and very, very uncomfortable. But this past week, I was reminded of a passage that I really hold so dear to my heart. But whatever reason, I just stopped thinking about this passage. But this is a passage that continues to encourage me. Um, And we're going to go to Isaiah 55, verse 10 to 11. And it says, for as the rain, this is God speaking, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but I'm sorry, but water the earth and make it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. May God bless the hearing and the reading and the standing of his word in Jesus name. Amen. This is one of those episodes that is meant to encourage you. These are my words of encouragement for you today. If you are the person and God has given you a specific promise over your life, what he's going to do in your life. But all of the circumstances that you have in front of you right now tell you the complete opposite. All you have is God's word. I'm telling you today that all you all you have is God's word and all you need is God's word. That's what I'm going to tell you today. Because the word of God says that God's word will not return to him void. It says that it's going to accomplish what God pleases. Understand that if God has spoken into your life, understand that he's using the same mouth that he used to speak the universe into existence. The ground that you stand on was created with the mouth of God. So let it be known That if God has spoken something into your life, it is as real as the ground that you stand on. It will not return unto him void. It will accomplish what he pleases. It will prosper in what he sent it out to do. If God has told you something that should be the most sure thing that you have in your life, the most secure thing that you feel. For many of us, including myself, God speaks into our lives, but that doesn't mean we always believe him. Although it should be the the thing that we're super sure about, it's not the thing that we're super sure about. Because we live this life where we're constantly being influenced by, of course, the word of God, but then also being influenced by the world, by circumstances, by situations, by the devil, by our own flesh. But it's very important For us to believe in the word of God, even when times get hard. And there's many reasons why. But the first reason why it's very important is because our faith, our belief in God's promises over our lives are what empower us to carry on, to push through the circumstances that we face today. Our belief in God's words and his promises over our lives are our source of strength. Faith is very important because it's how we please God. It's how we receive salvation, of course. And it's also how we find the strength to continue. I'm going to read Psalms chapter 27, verse 13 to 14. 
this is currently my favorite passage in the Bible. I, you know, people ask you, what's your favorite verse? I have different verse, favorite verses for different seasons. So Psalm chapter 27, verse 13 to 14, my favorite passage right now is David that wrote this. He said, I would have lost hearts unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Excuse me. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your hearts. Wait, I say on the Lord. Mm. David said, I would have lost hearts unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hmm. What you believe matters. When God tells you he's going to take you somewhere. When God tells you that he's going to promote you somehow. When God tells you he's going to upgrade you somehow. Do you actually believe him? What you believe really matters. When God speaks into your life and he plants that seed in your heart, in your mind. Do you actually believe him? Do you actually believe him or do you play it down? Do you play it down and you tell yourself that, you know, there's no way that that can actually happen? Or maybe you're like me, right? And you tell yourself, you say, okay, God, but in your heart of hearts, you don't get your hopes up. You know why you don't get your hopes up? The reason why you don't get your hopes up is because you're scared of being disappointed. You're scared of getting your hopes up and then not getting the thing that even though God said he gave to you, you're scared of not getting that thing and then you're disappointed, you're put to shame and so on. You fear disappointment. If you're anything like me, disappointment is one of the scariest things on earth. And if you've ever truly been disappointed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you've truly been disappointed, man, it breaks hearts. Disappointment breaks hearts. Disappointment changes people's personalities. I tell you, you get you be a vibrant person, but then you get disappointed, man, your whole personality changes. Disappointment distorts what we thought was real and what we thought was tangible what we thought was tangible now becomes untangible that's what disappointment can do disappointment's dangerous disappointment is very something that's it's very scary what i've come to realize is that a lot of people who are scared of disappointment today were once people who are who were full of faith a lot of people who are scared of disappointment today, they were once full of faith. I tell you, until that circumstance happened where they had so much faith for this thing and then the complete opposite happened, where there was a failure or whatever it might have been, it happened and it broke our hearts. And if that is you, I want you to know that I empathize with you. I have been in your shoes. I have been in an area where I thought that God told me this and I had the faith for it, but then it did not happen. And I was so disappointed and it took me a while to heal. It took me a while to heal. I tell you, it took me a while to put my faith in God again. Because I thought he said that. I put my faith in him, but it just did not happen. And I was very, very, very disappointed. And if that's you, I just, I, I empathize with you. And furthermore, what I will say, a word of encouragement I will give to you, don't die here. 
don't die here. Don't die with that mindset of low expectations being your sanctuary, low expectations being your safety net. A lot of us, after we get disappointed, the way we cope with the disappointment, not heal from the disappointment, but cope with the disappointment is that we just live a life of having low expectations. Mm. One of my uh, friends on Instagram, her name is Anaya, and technically she got it from Twitter, but I don't remember the person's name on Twitter, but um, she posted on her story, and the quote was cool. It said, expecting the worst won't protect you from the disappointment. It will only detract from the joy that you could be experiencing in the present, and I couldn't agree more. There are so many of us today, we think that our low expectations is our sanctuary. That's our comfort zone, right? We never want to have high expectations because we never want to be exposed to real heartbreaking disappointment. And although I empathize with that and I understand that and I have been that person, I want us to just know that faith is so important. The fear of disappointment will have us, rather than putting our faith in God, it will make us live a life of low expectations. But it's something we need to know. And the thing that we need to know is that God works with our faith. Faith is so important because God works with our faith. Let's go to Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to 31. And this is not the only example. So in verse 27 says, as Jesus went from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, a blind man came to him and he asked them, do do you believe that I am able to do this as in heal them from their blindness? Yes, Lord, they replied. And he touched their eyes and said, this is the key part, according to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, see that no one knows, knows about this, but they went out and spread the news about him all over that region. Ladies and gentlemen, the blind men called out to Jesus and said, Jesus, have mercy on us. And what did Jesus do? He asked them, do you believe that I can heal you from your blindness? They said, yes. And he said, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. There are some things that Jesus says, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. If Jesus were to tell you, according to your faith right now, according to your faith, let it be done unto you, what would you have? Be honest with yourself. I tell you, as sometimes if God were to tell me, according to my faith, you're going to bless me, I'd have absolutely nothing. I'll be honest. If I can be honest, I hope that you can be honest with yourself as well. I man, sometimes I have absolutely nothing. Man, I tell you, there's been times I've had faith and I didn't get what I asked for. But rather than just having me say, you know what, then God didn't want that. And just trusting that God has a better plan or God has a way for me. I'd rather just move into this state of having low expectations about anything, just going through the motions, not expecting anything big. But I'm telling you that there are some things where Jesus is asking us, according to your faith, it shall be. And if we do not have faith, ladies and gentlemen, we should not expect God to move. This 
this might sound crazy, but I just, it's very important and it's true. There are some places that God wants to bring us to, but we need faith in order to get there. There are some rooms that God wants us to be in right now. But the key to that door or, or the password to that gatekeeper is faith. There are some things in our lives that God will not give you unless you have faith. It's true. There are some situations and circumstances that we cannot overcome without faith. So what I'm trying to help us understand is that faith is a vital part to being a overcomer, a conqueror. If you want to be a conqueror, I'm not saying just somebody that goes through the motions and just lets life happen to them. No, if you want to be an overcomer, you have to have faith. If you want to move God's hand, you need to have faith. What you believe matters. What you expect matters. God wants your trust. God wants your belief. So it's important that we protect our faith, ladies and gentlemen. Stop forgetting who God is. Stop forgetting that he loves you so dearly. Stop forgetting that he's able to do anything. Furthermore, when you have faith, you unlock access to confidence. You unlock access to enthusiasm. You unlock access to a level of determination and motivation that you previously didn't have. When you have faith, you unlock access to a level of creativity and imagination that you once didn't have. When you have faith, you unlock access to God. And the reality is these are the things we need in order to execute tasks. These are the things that we need in order to do things amazingly. But so many of us can't do these things because we fear disappointment. And because we fear disappointment, we don't have faith. But that faith is what we need to empower us to continue because David said, I would have lost hearts. Unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, what you believe matters. So we need to heal from that disappointment. Because many of us has lost heart. We believe that God has abandoned us in our current situation. We don't believe that we're going to get out of this. We believe that God forgot about us. We, we, we believe that God doesn't care about us anymore because this current situation has us beaten, battered, and bruised. But the thing that's going to get you out of the situation is believing to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But we don't believe. Because we're scared of being disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not the time to allow your circumstances and your situations to define your reality. Neither is it the time for us to fall into a pit of self-pity. This is the time for us to believe in seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. It's the time for us to put our faith in God. It's a time for us to hold on to the promise of God, even when nothing else in our life looks like it's going to come to pass. But first, we must deal with the fear of disappointment. The fear of disappointment doesn't allow you 
to have great expectations. The fear of dis- the fear of disappointment doesn't allow you to expect good things. It doesn't allow you to think that God is able or that God is going to do the things that you've asked for him to do. It doesn't allow you to trust God. It doesn't allow you to look forward to anything. So it's something that we have to deal with. And I'll tell you right now, it's definitely something I'm still working through. But there are some pieces of advice that I would like to give you that has definitely helped me, especially in this season. Because I've been I've been having faith, y'all. Hey, <laughs> I've been having faith. Um, And, you know, here, here are some pieces of advice. I got four points for you. Um, that I hope can really be helpful, all right? First piece of advice is this. You were caught by surprise, but God was not caught by surprise. You see, the worst disappointments, in my opinion, are the ones that come by surprise, the ones that you least expected because they came out of nowhere. And it just literally leaves you so distraught and you panic. And the reason why you panic is because you have absolutely no idea where to go from here. You have absolutely no idea what the next step is. But I need you to understand that you were caught off guard. (laughs) You were caught off guard, but God was not caught off guard. Not only did God know that that was going to happen and it was going to go down like that, he knows exactly what you need to do next. A lot of time we get into panic mode and we get very frustrated with God and you wouldn't be the first one. There are many times where the children of Israel got into panic mode and they said, you know what, let's go back to Egypt. We're frustrated with God. God brought us out here to die. But it's in those times that panic mode is not supposed to be the panic mode. It's supposed to be the trust mode. It's supposed to be the time where, hey, you know what, I'm going to put my trust in God because I have absolutely no idea what's going on. This is not what I expected. This is not I'm very disappointed right now. But God's not caught off guard by this. I'm caught off guard by this. God's plans are not messed up. It's my plans that are suffering. But thank God that we are living sacrifices. We don't live life according to our plans. We live life according to his. Nothing's going to catch him off guard. These can catch us off guard. But when they do, we put our trust in the Father. Second piece of advice. It's important for us to understand that God is the best safety net. Shoot for the stars. Aim for the moon. God forbid that you leave this earth with buried talents. God forbid that you leave this earth with gifts that you have yet to use. That's not going to happen for me. I tell you, if I discover that I can play play the, what, digita. If I, if I discover that I could play bass guitar tomorrow, then guess what? I'm going to go play bass guitar in my church. If I have a gift, it's going to be used one way or another. I don't care if, if, if you guys are going to have to sit through me playing bass guitar on Instagram Live, then you guys are going to sit through me playing bass guitar on Instagram Live. God forbid that I leave this earth and God had put something on me for, for me to use and I don't use it. No. A lot of us, we don't use it because we're scared of failing. We're scared of the disappointment. We're scared of falling, but I'm telling you that God is the best safety net. Not only will he protect you, not only is he your rock bottom, he is your rock, my friend. Not only that, even when you shatter, you can trust that God is the person that can pick up the pieces and put them together because he is the ultimate healer. He is the ultimate comforter. He is the ultimate redeemer. Hmm. Third piece of advice. 
It's important for us to always understand that God has our best interest in mind. It's hard to remember that God loves us when we suffer, especially when we suffer disappointment. That's why we got to hold on to what we know. God has already proven our love to us. If you ever question whether God loves you, a great reminder is Calvary. My church, every every first Sunday of the month, we do Holy Communion. You know, the Bible says as often as you do these things, remember Jesus Christ. And it's so important that we remember the basic Jesus Christ died for our sins. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If you ever question if God loves you, do understand that he has already paid the ultimate price. He's already given you the ultimate proof. He has already wrote your name in the book of life, my friend. So yes, you might suffer so much here on this earth, but guess what? When you're done here, you are, you are going to face an eternity, eternity without suffering. Hmm. So do remember that God loves you. Do remember we're talking about the God that died on the cross for your sins. Do remember that we're talking about the God who says that he knows all the hairs that are on your head. He loves you. Hold on to the truth. And the last piece of advice is that we must always remember that if God said that he's going to do it, then he is going to do it. It might not happen when you want it. It might not happen today. It might not happen tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. But if God said that he's going to do it in your life, then I tell you that he is going to do it. He's going to do it. Do not lose hope. It is going to happen. So I pray that you understand that your fear of disappointments is not where you're going to end this story. You were disappointed. And now I implore you to go into a season of healing. Step into your season of healing. Just talk to God. If you have a question, ask God that question. Will he always give you the answer to that question? No, but he is going to give you an answer. In my, in my experience, there have been questions that I've asked God. How come this didn't come about? And he didn't always say, well, this is the reason why it didn't come about. Sometimes he would. Other times I end up years later, I end up realizing, oh, so that's why God didn't let that happen. Or sometimes he just gives me a completely different answer. Sometimes he just reminds me. I'm here with you. Heal from that disappointment and get back up. You got work to do and you need faith for it. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much, God, for healing us from our disappointment. And Father, heal us from the fear of disappointment. Help us to look to you, almighty God, sovereign Lord, and not lose hope. 
Father, in these current situations we are in, it is very hard. It is very, very discouraging. We are tired. We are exhausted. Father, we need your strength. We need your hand to lift us up. And we thank you because you said that when we pass through the rivers, they will not overflow us. You even set a standard to which the rivers can try to overflow us, but they will not overflow us, oh God, because of your mercy, because of your grace, because of your faithfulness. And we give you all the praise, glory, and honor for that in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And Father, I just pray, Lord, for those of us that have been traumatized by the disappointment we have faced in this life. Father, help us and heal us, oh God, that we can get back up and have faith in what you are going to do in our lives, oh God, and not lose heart because we believe we will see your goodness in the land of the living. We believe we will see your goodness in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not fear. We will not fear, oh God. We will not die here living a life of love expectations this is not our comfort zone this is not the place where we are going to call our sanctuary our sanctuary is your pavilion oh god so help us lord jesus to not give up help us lord jesus to not ignore your promise in our lives oh god you said it you said it we didn't say it. you said it oh god so we believe it Help us to have faith, Lord Jesus. So when you say, according to your faith, let it be done unto us, exactly the things you spoke into our life shall be done. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 I love you guys. Get back up. Let's believe in God. Um, Yeah. I love you guys. I really do. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, if you know that friend who's been suffering from the fear of disappointment, please make sure you get this episode to them. Um, and yeah, I love you guys. See you guys next week. Like and subscribe. Oh, I always forget to say that. <laughs> like and subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Peace. <laughs>